episode 429. Good morning. I hope you are having an amazing day. When you listen to this episode, I will be traveling again. Every time I travel, I get inspired for my episode content as well. Change of place, new people, different experiences. I'm going actually to four different states in just a little bit over a week. And this, I already know, will get my brain juices flowing. So I look forward to the inspiration I will get for my trip. But today, I want to talk about stillness. This week, I'm covering three key activities that make our life so much better. And I am holding myself accountable. And at the same time, hope you will feel inspired to start incorporating them into your life. Earlier this week... We talked about reading. Even if it's only the last 15 minutes of your day, like it will be for me, reading is key. It challenges our brains and keeps them fresh and young. It gives us new ideas and knowledge. It helps reduce stress and increase patience. And it also motivates our imagination. Whether you read on the topic that you're interested in or just for relaxation, reading always opens our minds. It does not compare to watching television or videos online. Reading engages our brains in a different way. Not through this immediate gratification and constant drama and tension that we have when we watch digital content. I noticed the calming effect reading has for me. And I want you to give it a try. And then try stillness. I have talked about stillness a lot on this podcast. Silence, meditation, quiet time. These are times we need more and more as our world becomes increasingly hectic and wired. We are constantly looking at words and images, and there's always noise around us. All this stimulation keeps our brains running and running and running without ever taking a break. And that is what stillness and meditation are for me. A break for my brain, but also for my body. Because we are constantly moving. Things are never slow or boring anymore. If they are, we can't handle it. We have lost our ability to hold a quiet moment and just revel in it. Reflection, contemplation, listening. The ability to sit quietly in a chair for a few minutes or wait in a grocery line without external stimulation. We can't handle it. And I think we need to learn it again. Because I think we've become victim to our environment, which includes all our devices. It flashes information at us and we respond. It robs us of our time, our attention and our inner self. It controls our thoughts and our ideas. Not all of it is negative, of course. Our brains need stimulation, but not 24-7. We need time for stillness for privacy, for solitude, for slowness, and for personal reflection so we can absorb the information we are bombarded with. We need to honor our inner self again and nurture our own creative capacities. But we cannot just respond to the world around us because that means we are living to the beat of someone else's drum. We need times when we tune inward. Those times are important so we can reflect on who we are our intentions, and we will talk about them in our next episode. We need times to protect 
who we are. So we can examine our lives openly and honestly. Spending quiet time alone, away from distraction, gives our mind an opportunity to renew itself and create order. It can sort through all the stimulation clutter and pick out what's important. There are two primary ways I find that quiet time. If you have others, please let me know. The point of this time is not just to be quiet, but also to turn inwards. I've shared with you how I spend a lot of my time in the car thinking. It's great for that because it's quiet, but it's not the quiet time I refer to here that allows us to really get to an inner peace with our thoughts because I still need to focus on traffic. Hence, I am distracted. Only meditation and true stillness do this for me. On meditation, I have spoken many times, so I won't go into detail. But let me define meditation for you. In the words of Tara Prock, she is the person that inspires me and whose meditations I do when I meditate. This is straight from her website. What is meditation? Meditation is commonly described as a training of mental attention, that it wakens us beyond the conditioned mind and habitual thinking and reveals the nature of reality. In this guide, the process and the fruit of meditation practice is understood as natural presence. Presence is a mindful, clear recognition of what is happening, here, now, and the open, allowing space that includes all experience. There are many supportive strategies, called skillful means, that create a conducive atmosphere for the deepening of presence. The art of practice is employing these strategies with curiosity, kindness, and a light touch. The wisdom of practice is remembering that natural presence is always and already here. It is the loving awareness that is our essence. And if this sounds just a little bit woo-woo to you, trust me, if you just focus on the word presence, you will understand what it means. Because there is a thing called presence that I only find when I meditate and I have also found it when I climb. When I climb, I am very present and very focused on the very moment of what I'm doing at that time. If you're interested, there are many books on how to get started, but, and I've said this previously, meditation is not a science. The toughest hurdle for everyone is to see the benefit of meditation and then try it. So don't worry about what to do and how to do it. Call it your quiet time and sit quietly in a comfortable place of your house I light candles, I close my eyes, and as I said, I often listen to Tara's meditations. You can find them on her website, and I will link to them in my notes. And the second biggest hurdle I hear from friends, that they cannot turn off the mind, and so they quit. That's the wrong approach. Let me read to you what Tara says about this. At first, you may be surprised at how active and uncontrolled your mind is. Don't worry you are discovering the truth about the state of most minds. Accept and patiently sit with whatever comes up. There is no need to get rid of thoughts. This is not the purpose of meditation. Rather, we are learning to recognize 
when thinking is happening so we are not lost in a trance, believing thoughts to be reality, becoming identified with thoughts. Because we are so often in a thinking trance, it is helpful to quiet down some. Just like a body of water stirred up by the winds, after being physically still for a while, your mind will gradually calm down. To support that quieting, at the beginning of a sitting, it can be helpful to relax and practice remindfulness, gently bringing your attention back again and again to your home base in the senses. It takes practice to distinguish the trends of thinking, fantasy, planning, commentary, dreamy states, from the presence that directly receives the changing experience of this moment. Establishing an embodied awareness and letting your anchor be in the foreground is a good way to become familiar with the alive, vibrant mystery of hereness, of presence. I had to read this. There was no way for me to express this any better or any more clearly than the way Tara did this on her website. So my friends, it's a process and it takes time. And that is why I want to start meditating again. Because when I first start out, say a 15-minute guided meditation, I'm thinking of menial stuff for 14 minutes. And for the remaining one minute, I really have to force myself to be mindful. But the more I do it, the easier it gets and the longer I can actually turn inward. It's practice. It's training. It's for my mind to recognize it's okay to let go and that takes a while and I feel so refreshed afterwards even if it was just one minute it's quite amazing so don't give up after just a few tries give it time and if meditation is not for you try simple stillness stillness is quiet time without necessarily forcing yourself to be mindful still time is enjoying the silence Carve out 10 to 15 minutes regularly to sit quietly without any distraction and just listen and breathe consciously. Relax yourself and just be with yourself. Nothing to do, nowhere to go. This is your time. It's being time. Sometimes this happens unexpectedly for me. I might be sitting at my desk at home working on my laptop when I have a thought and I let go of the typing and I just sit there thinking, listening to the birds outside of my window. If sitting in your house is not allowing you to find stillness, try something different. Maybe you can take a leisurely walk and just be very present as you walk. Not power walking, not listening to a podcast. Early mornings tend to be great for this when it's still fairly quiet outside. You can smell something soothing and really savor it. Maybe the flowers on your walk. Maybe the coffee beans in the morning, which I like to do. Sometimes I contemplate a random item in my apartment. This is again something that is not planned, but it just happens. Maybe the flowers I have bought or, or a postcard that is stuck to my wall. Or I step out onto my balcony to watch the sunset. I love the stillness underwater. When I swim, I sometimes challenge myself to swim an entire lap underwater without breathing. The silence underwater is incredible. I only hear myself, nothing else. If the world around you is too noisy, 
invest in some good earplugs. Once in stillness, I notice how my body relaxes, my forehead smoothens, my shoulders drop, and my ears adjusting to the quiet. We need stillness. Our bodies need it. So let's find it. Let's find stillness regularly. Maybe in the morning before we rush into the day, or at night to end a hectic day. It is not unproductive time. It is healing time for ourselves. Much love.